Hello, Moo. Welcome to the Pink Tron. Uh, we're here today, and uh, the first and most important question is, what are you drinking, uh, Chris Greenland? I am keeping it simple today. I just finished a coffee, and I'm having some Buffalo Trace. Easy enough. Right. And what are you drinking, Sean Fogenberg? Uh, I have a Hop Valley Brewing uh, Mango and Stash Mango IPA. Okay. And I have a decoy lager, uh, Ducks Unlimited Edition. Fun. Is that can just covered in ducks? Is that what uh, it's no? It's, it's it's camouflage. Camo. Okay. <laughs> Be fun if the camo was like duck shaped. It, no, just the one duck. Seems like a miss. <laughs> There's a few ducks in there. Few ducks. Okay, they're camouflaged. Yeah, yeah they are. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so. Uh, this week, uh, and I guess race one just happened. Who knows when when you listen to this? But for us, race one just happened. Um, I caught a little bit of it. It looked like a great race. Uh, not surprised on Richmond UCI. It's a great course and typically get good races. So, uh, yeah, Richmond UCI. It's um, it's fast. There's three relatively small climbs, and they hurt a lot. That's fair. Uh, Chris, you, you raced it. Yeah. How did it go? I did. We, we had a pretty powerful group. Mm -hmm. Scorekeeper and TJ. Tatum, Matt DeFreitas. Tatum yeah. was there, Matty D. Um, so it went quick. And even on the flat bit to start, there were some pushes. That I think it cut the group in half, like pretty much immediately. Yeah. And it all went to shit over the, the next three climbs, so. The whole time I was racing and I'm like, oh, geez, like I, looking ahead to Tuesday for, uh, for ZRL. Yep. How many of this do we have to do well, for cobbled climbs at least? Is it six? Uh, I think it's five. Five. Five yeah. for the A's and B's, four for the C's and D's. Jeepers. Okay. So, uh, yeah, just having that to look forward to. But, yeah, uh, yeah. I, I mean, the thing... We were talking about this pregame. It's just knowing when to not blow up, to fall back and find your people. So that's what I did. Yeah. So for that doesn't you, sound like me. How did, <laughs> so uh, the last time we raced this in HWR was, I think, back in February. And I was unable to hold the group on the flat. I think I made it about, about through the Monument Avenue sprint. Uh, mm. Was it, you said it was kind of spicy even on the flat part? Yeah, there were a couple, um, you know, ones and twos would go off the front. Nobody really went for the, the sprint banners, you know, those. But there were some kicks um, where the pace was upped, um, even on like the one, two percenters around town there. And we were definitely unhinging some people that had stuck in to start. And they just, they were off the back for those little pushes, so. Just, uh, I guess, pay attention and try to stay safely tucked in that draft and don't dangle too much. And then once it once it goes down to the uh, river, I assume it, it remains a fairly calm until you get to the hills. It did for our group. I think everybody was waiting for the hairpin and then the, the, the Libby start. Uh, Tatum act, attacked early as Tatum. <laughs> 
<laughs> it's so not even running from the hairpin. Yeah. Expect him to attack early, so it's like... <laughs> I'm just kidding. I didn't even see where he was. He was so far off the front relative to where I was at that point. So, Yeah, uh, and it looked like it was um, scorekeeper Tatum, TJ, and Matt uh, from the top of Libby, basically. So, Yeah, it looks like it. Um, again, I'm going to have to trust you on that because I um, pulled record by then but yeah i was I mean, watching that stream so i i enjoyed the uh the photo that uh tatum shared in the in the group chat of yeah the three herd the three herd guys on their uh on their trons or whatever and then scorekeeper on a tt bike yeah. <laughs> i don't think he was actually on a tt no. bike but you never know i think he i think he could pull it off there was some in-game chat where he revealed he selected the wrong color Tron. So I think he had made yeah. a switch to Tron and it obviously was not pink. So yep. despite yeah. all that, he managed to collect the W on this one. So yeah. well done, scorekeeper, as always. And uh, God, strong showings by TJ Tatum and uh, and Maddie there. Yep. Two, three, four. So good job, everybody. So... I have a question about, um, so bike choice, usually for the stronger, stronger riders, you definitely basically say go Tron, right? I don't know. That's what I rode, but I'm not a very. Probably. Person. Yeah. I, th I think so. I'm, or, or, a, you know, one of the Tron equivalents, like the, the felt and DT Swiss discs or something like that. I'm actually potentially leaning toward going something closer to full arrow um, in hopes of getting to the hills with the group. Mm -hmm. Yeah. No, I, 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 I was thinking you were going there when you uh, yeah. brought up what happened in your, uh, the last time we raced this. Um, I, I feel like that's for a lot of people going to be a smart a smart decision especially you know the hills are only four minutes of the race um yeah i think that's probably i'm probably going to go full full arrow i'm not mad about that i can see the argument for that yeah no i i i I think it's definitely um, justifiable. The and really, it might work out anyway. I, I so I mean, it's not just if you think you're going to have trouble. It's also if you if you're confident you're going to be able to stay on the climb. It's a flat sprint at yep. the finish, so. Yeah. yeah, no, there's there's an argument to be made for full arrow in any case. Yeah. 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 I, I feel like there's a short call, right? A couple of punchy bits that you can just power through. And we talked about this with Climber's Gambit up 23rd. It's a TT bike. Yep. So you're left with that Governor Street slog, which all comes back to, I mean, it's not a flat, but it's a one percenter at the end. So, mm -hmm. yeah. Something to think about. Go for it. Let us know how it goes. Yeah. Um, what is the HBR course for this week? 
Uh, HBR this week is um, oh, it's like I Queens have, Highway. It is Queens Five Highway. Laps. It is three laps. I mean three laps. I, okay. I I amended it uh, at um at the urging of uh, <laughs> some of the uh, the quorum I've got of uh, of D writers. So uh, yeah, no three laps. Um, just in the yeah, there's it's gonna fragment. People are gonna be by themselves. Five laps is a long time. And it ends up being something like twelve ish K in total. Um three laps. Looks like it's three K a lap plus about a two point eight K lead in. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, twelve yeah, ish. Is that enough where you're gonna start getting lap traffic in a D race or no? Um you might you might. Um, okay. Yeah, it, we because the if there's a lead, it depends on the race. If there is a lead group of really strong D's that are in a group, they'll yeah. they'll go fast. Yeah. Um, if if the front fragments and the back fragments, probably not. Makes sense. This one definitely seems like a bit more of an all-around type bike course. Lots of ups and downs, hills. Yeah, I, I yeah, it's it's Tron. Um, I wouldn't go more arrow than Tron, but it's Tron. I think. Um, yeah, there's a lot of downhill too, right? Yeah. Yeah, I, I would I would go Tron or or the fastest all arounder that you've got. Yeah. Um, since we can't assume that all D's have 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 gotten to a Tron at that point. Well, I I don't think what category you're in has much uh, bearing on your uh, no your level. But uh, if we're marketing this for beginner, yeah, we definitely don't want to say. Well, obviously, you've got the Tron. Yeah, um, <laughs> you're Tron. <laughs> but uh, yeah, Tron. no, it's. It, <laughs> So if you don't have disc wheels, the most aero bike you've got, basically. Yep. This would be classified a rolling course. To me. Um, yeah. Okay. So that's HBR. Climber's Gambit. Chris, what are we doing? We are heading to France for the Petit KOM. We're utilizing Lorraine. Capped at, I set it to 11.5 just to be super duper double safe uh, in terms of distance, making sure we include that, uh, the KOM banner. So there might be a little um, uphill ramp to end it to get to that blue banner, but we trapped it at 11.5 based on the race uh race streams that i was looking at on youtube so yeah it's uh petty kom nice classic climb um a little bit longer one what are we at 2.7 k total distance averaging about four percent starts off low and slow and then with those alternating switchbacks you go from steeper gradient lesser gradient so meter out your your efforts accordingly and have fun yeah, I, I like that climb. I think this is the one that we did as the hill climb in uh, 
in the Omnium back in March. So if you did the Omnium, you, you have a good estimate of what a full gas effort looks like for you. Although that was fatigued at that point, as I remember. Uh, I think it was still day one. I think it was the second race of day one. Was it was only race two? Fatigued. <laughs> it, yeah, it was only race two, right? <laughs> yeah, that was still slightly fatigued. Okay. Uh, Sean, you're good at putting pulling up historicals on this. What are we looking I for? am. So I was just pulling that up. So uh, Tatum is my, is my, like, what's a fast day going to do? Um, so he, he did a 440, um, probably in a, in a pack, in a bunch, in a race. So, um, so B's right around high fives. So you've done a five and a half, um, yeah. also in July. So probably also in a, in a group race. Yeah. Um, I've done a 615. Um, I think I did about a 625 in, in the hill climb um, without draft. So somewhere in there for the, the faster Cs. And then Ds somewhere in that seven plus, yeah. seven to 10. Yeah, I, I think so. I was 614 in the Omnium and I don't recall being overly happy about it. I think that, that in, in the... Uh, the planning of this, you do have to factor in the fact that this is going, you are going to be slower than any time that you have done mm -hmm. going hard in a, in a bunch in a race. Mm. Um, yeah. Even though you get there fresh, those bunches, if, if you're in with a group, those bunches move quick. Yeah. No, I, I wasn't happy with my power output either. So, yeah. It was, I was only four, two. Let's see. So uh, here's <clears throat> here's an example. So I'm going to look at uh, my results and my uh, fastest time. Uh, I did 320 watts to do 615. Yeah. Uh, in the Omnium, I did over 350 to do 618. So yeah. Well, in the same, I, I was 333 to do 614. Um. In another race, I was 337 to 543. So, yeah, no, probably pretty similar. Yeah. But uh, I think this one is probably a TT bike um, as your best option, the fastest climbing TT bike. Yes. The, I would even, uh, go, I would even go disc wheels. Tron. I was going to say Tron, but is it? Needs when when you get past that the first lower slopes are the speeds high enough to justify? I've probably taken a TT bike on this before, so so I mean, if the average is only four percent, yeah, and it's punchy, yeah, four percent and it's punchy. Like there's there's a bunch of stuff that's three percent <clears throat> and less at which for that you should be going fast enough that the arrow is more than worth it. Do you have to, because I feel like I'd have to manage my energy a little bit more with the TT bike and make sure I had enough on the steeper bits to keep the bike moving enough. Here's, here's the example that, that 618 uh, averages 16 miles an hour. Uh, so 26, 27 K an hour. Yeah. Um, and the minimum 
for that was something like 13 miles an hour on the steeper yeah steeper slopes so even in those those parts where you're in between you're going 30 30 ish 30 plus k an hour um, yeah. so i could see uh using something lighter uh the further down you get in category but for you guys i think you know if you've done a five and a half i think that's definitely tt bike territory yeah yeah all right i'll do some digging okay now uh i'm gonna have to slag matt here because he hasn't put the course into it's uh, the prl half yeah I don't think it is actually. Oh, that's what's oh, yeah. listed on on Zwift Power. Huh. For mountain goats? Uh, let me check again, but I'm pretty sure. I just no, he, he didn't do that. <laughs> There's no way he did that. Good sheet. Um, Herd of mountain goats. Events. He put he did put something up today. London PRL half. That's I mean, um okay. Half, right? At distance? Is no? he is he custom? Yeah, he's custom finishing. Uh, right? It says 55k. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Matt's gone rogue. Matt has gone rogue. Um uh, yeah. So 55k is at the top of the fourth climb up box hill. Okay. <clears throat> so it might be that this is a four climbs up box hill finishing at the top of the the yeah. punch after box hill. Yeah, I I think it that's what it lo it looks like somewhere in that range. Yeah, it's at the top somewhere around the top of box the the last time of box uh but then you can roll to the finish and get your uh, root badge so yep <laughs> uh but yes yeah, it it does look like <laughs> um i don't know <laughs> matt I mean, has gone rogue i like it this if you're if you're uh not really caring too much about the the finishing is this could be part of a nice endurance day um or you know some threshold intervals right yeah yeah box hill repeats I might, yeah. I might i might hop in and do it probably won't <laughs> but might <laughs> probably not but we'll pretend it's possible yeah uh, a good one to save for like uh festive 500 week, but you know, maybe Maddie just inserts the PRL full that week. Uh, <laughs> I don't know what he's gonna do, but uh, yeah, <laughs> okay, <laughs> thanks, Chris. Um, okay, so then uh, that takes us to the stampede, and I did miss my stampede last week because I was I was not around. Um, so we have what is that like three laps? Neokio Neo Neo crit, Neo yeah. crit course. Oh, that's a good stampede. 
which is which will end up being about twelve and a half k. Yep. Yeah, no, that that is it. That that is pretty flat, but there's definitely oh. enough uh, enough bumps uh, to uh, to make you pay attention on your pacing. Yeah, I mean it's there is only fifteen meters of elevation per per lap. Yeah, um, so it'll end up being somewhere around fifty for the for the race. Yep. So yeah, little bumps. Um, this one does not have the the climb up to the railway. It does not. Yeah. Um, yeah, and that's nice. a too be... if you don't have it already, right? So what was that? That's a route badge too if you don't have it already, right? Yes. Yeah, of course. Okay, um, so this is one of the few route badges that you cannot get without being in an event. I believe this is an event only course. That is true. So potentially worth riding it just to get that badge. If you're that if you're a badge collecting kind of person. Yep. I know that I know that Brent is. Uh, <laughs> yes. Got to catch them all. Got to catch them all. Um I I think uh Well, I mean we we've done Neokio crit before on did we do we did that in hair, didn't we? Did we? Uh, I can't remember. <laughs> we we did it either hair or HSRL. Um and it's coming up in HWR. It's actually one of the ones I might replace. But uh, yeah, I think we do a, a one lap in HWR. Just a <laughs> just a four and a half k race. Uh, no, that was five actually. Five laps. Yeah, five laps. No, no, no. Yeah. Uh, next week, HWR and HBR. Uh, we we skipped. Yeah, bullseye, bullseye. Oh, um, so bullseye is a seaside sprint. Oh, that's why I had that open. Yeah, four laps, and uh, so that's the five sprints for the the lead in and each each lap, including the finish. Yeah, is that the bridge? JD. That's the bridge. Yeah, so that's uh, coming through the S's and then down onto the. So the seaside sprint is that the one that goes back around over to the volcano? Yeah, comes back yeah. and you just do laps around yep. the. Yep. Yeah, so that's got the steep ramp into the volcano through the volcano banner. Huh, I wonder why we're not counting the volcano banner. Anyway, that's fine. Oh, maybe because it's not a. Yeah, it's not a segment. It uh, you can't count it. Yeah. Cool. Okay, and then we have um, next week's HWR, Innsbruck UCI Summit Finish. Oh. <laughs> this <laughs> ends. This, <laughs> yeah, this this ends Chris's uh, like string of top fifteens in in HWR. Uh, maybe maybe not. We tend to get uh, fewer people in these too. I've already formed up the group that I. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I don't know. 
This is the forwards direction now up the hill, right? Yeah, yes. this is the forwards direction. So this is the the worst climb. I think so too. Yeah, it's the it's the steadier one. I, yeah, I like the, the better way up. I like the punchier one better as, as well. Oh, I like this one because the the steeper bits on this direction are not as steep as the steeper bits on the other direction. Um. <laughs> I, I've always climbed better the other way than this way. So yeah, and I can see that. Yeah. I've I've still never done a good time on this. I feel like even in CRL, I've either been out of shape or it's come after the flats where you do a bunch of sprints first and I've blown myself up. Yeah. Um so this might be the first time that I actually give a full effort on this climb which we'll see how it goes. Let's see. Yeah. I probably haven't had a great one either. I'm this one for me is like, and correct, I mean, offer up your opinion, but I feel like this is the best climb in the game. It's a good distance and time and the elevation changes are more realistic, at least for the climbs that I can do around here, like extended efforts. So it's more indicative of like training out in the, like the real world extended climbs here in like East County, San Diego, or some of the, the, the bigger hills around here. Yeah. Where does this, where does this rank in like the climbs in Zwift for you guys? Um, well, I mean, it's obviously a lot smaller than Ventop and Alp, the Alp. It's not, but I mean, it's kind of the same as those in a way where it is a replica of a, a famous pro climb, right? Yeah. But I mean, it, except for like a, a once in a lifetime trip over to France, I'm not doing Ventop. I want to. <clears throat> nope. This, is, this mimics more or less within a certain percentage, like some efforts I can do locally. You can find a 20 minute climb. Yeah, it, it, with these sort of intervals and, and uh, gradient fluctuation, it seems very realistic and very true to what I can do locally in real life IRL. Um, no, that, that's fair. Um, yeah, I, so I guess I've probably done a similar sort of climb to this in real life as well, but I, I don't have one local. Um, but yeah, no, I, I get what you're saying there. No, the, the actually the the closest climb that I have that replicates something similar to something in the game actually looks closer to the Alp, except steeper. Yeah. Yeah, I I don't have much for uh, much nearby here. Um, yeah. What what climb is that, Sean? Uh, it's called Mix Canyon. Um, I can I can post a, a link to it the Strava segment. It's yeah, I'd love to see that. It's dumb. But I think that uh, it has the steepest mile of paved road in California. Uh, so nice. there's like a mile at twenty something percent. Um, so that's not an ideal climb. I've done it once and really hurt myself. Yeah, that sounds like fun. Do you have the gearing to do that? That sounds terrible. Did you have nope. to walk for miles? I was at I was at uh 40, 40 cadence 
or <laughs> oh my god most of the climb um 40 actually, rpm yeah so that was i've done it one time and uh for the entirety of the the effort i think i did 45 50 minutes um i think my average cadence was about 50 mm-hmm. um and then <laughs> it's a it's about 30 35 miles away so it's a it's a big day to get out there do the climb yeah. and come back yeah. um i actually had a flight later that day uh <laughs> so went and did the climb uh was like racing the the clock to get back home uh, yeah. we got to the airport we're basically like running to the plane um and nice. then spent the next several days on the trip that we were on pretty much unable to walk with uh with just the sorest legs i've ever had from a bike ride yeah. uh, yep well i mean the plane would definitely not help that but yeah, yeah look, uh, looking back at my results actually my best power on that uh on that climb is from this past spring at 294 i was a little heavier than another time so it wasn't my best time but uh yeah that that actually surprises me a little something to shoot for i'm not making that now not even close well not with that attitude you're not (laughs) (laughs) i am not in that kind of shape right now i'll try but not gonna do it yeah maybe don't try that'll that'll be an epic epic explosion well you know that's that's what i do yeah it's very on brand for you craig go get them uh okay and then uh so hbr hbr next week um so the reason we did we're trying we're gonna try something with hbr and do the next week's hwr to see if we can lead a few people into hwr if they like the course that's fine um so we're gonna do uh three laps of handful of gravel um that might turn into two laps actually i haven't thought about that entirely yet but uh yeah so i have we haven't used handful of gravel yet um so there's no segments on it there's not big climbs it's really only useful for this series so um yeah, we haven't we haven't used it as a race course yet. I haven't even ridden it yet because it's another event only route. And uh, yeah, I'm interested to see how it rides, how it races. Uh, yeah. I assume that the best, I would say, best bike for this is probably something like the Specialized Crux, um, Canyon Sparrow. Um, one of those gravel bikes. Yeah. Yeah, it's it, it's it's gravel bike. Yeah. One of the good two or three gravel bikes. Um, and definitely use the upgraded gravel wheels. Yes. Because yes. that is a that is nothing but good. There's no there's no bad to it. For anything. Always use those when you're using a gravel bike. I don't think the mountain bike is faster here. Um, it might be. 
Um, but I don't think so because I think the bridges towards the fin are towards the finish, and those are not they don't roll like dirt. So I, I think you know at the the spot that matters, I think you're gonna want the gravel bike over the mountain bike. I'm surprised in the Zwift garage world that they haven't gotten into tire choice because <clears throat> being part of like the gravel, the gravel forums and um, Facebook groups, the yep. first time anybody posts a picture of their rig, the first question is what tires are you running? Yeah. I'm really surprised they haven't gotten into like tire choice when you get into gravel. Yeah. Um, well, and when they were talking about sand, now as it turns out, sand is just road. But um, yeah, I was like, oh, fat bikes. Um, <laughs> so uh, yeah, no, my uh, yeah, I, I I I definitely get into that with the fat bikes because yeah, the the bigger and wider your tires get, the more really bad ones are really really bad, and good ones are good. So. Yeah, there's uh, definitely a lot of difference there. It's your, even more as your tires get bigger and wider. Okay, so that's uh, that's that. Handful of gravel, and that's yeah, that's the next week of uh, Racing Lake. So I guess, did we want to talk? Was there anything uh, else we wanted to talk about before we run into uh, got a couple little round the horn things here? Yeah, I mean, I think the only other thing is uh, ZRL finishing up. And uh, I mean, we already kind of talked about cobble climbs and how yeah. brutal that's going to be. So, you know, good luck, everyone. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, we've, we've done that before. We did five laps at cobble climbs. Um, <laughs> in season three i think it was yeah um i, I was uh mercifully still a c then uh and we only did three laps which was perfect chef's kiss <laughs> um yeah so i think yeah i did that that was our first cassowary season i think um yeah i i was i was a good b at that point so was i had a lot of fun um it's not going to be quite as much fun this time given that uh zwift and zwift and zwift power both still think i'm a c when i identify as a b uh this was probably my most one of my most frustrating races ever there's i i the herd mentality guys know that uh richmond is my most hated place because every time I go downhill in a bunch, I end up getting dropped off the back. <laughs> the sale. Yeah. Um, yeah. That was, I, you know, you, you head out of the pens, you go down the, the hill pretty much immediately. Um, yep. I got, I got dropped off the back of the still, <laughs> still full group uh, on that descent yep. and spent the, like, think we were 20 seconds or so 15 20 seconds behind the group i was i was in like a little groupetto already 
by the time we got yep. to Libby Hill, did a top five time up Libby Hill and caught back up to like 40th and spent yeah. the rest of the race just like working myself back up every time we hit mm-hmm. the climbs. Uh, so it was a fun one, but man, I hated it. Yeah, no, I get it. Um, yeah. So what what are the, what would be around the horn topics? So we've got two. We've got uh, we've got Scotland. Um, so announced today or last night. Um, yeah. So we've got uh, Scotland coming in January. Um, modeled on. So this sounds like it's inspired by Scotland, but not a copy of the World Championships course. Uh, so I guess we'll see what that looks like. They're very light on details. Yeah. Um, yeah. So uh, I guess the Scotland, the actual UCI route hasn't been uh or the the road the road world championship route has not been uh, announced either. Um, no, I mean so but, they've announced the start and ends. So the pro men start in Edinburgh and finish in Glasgow. The pro women and U twenty three start in Stirling and go into Edinburgh or go sorry go into Glasgow. Um, and the juniors start and end in in Glasgow. But there's, um, but there's no uh, like route profile. Um, no. So I think what I really assume, do hope, I think we can assume that it's probably going to be pretty hilly. Um, I don't know. Yes and no. I mean, I so I've been there. I've 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 driven Edinburgh to Scotland. Like there, there's definitely flat, relatively flat routes you can take. Um, there's hills. You, obviously, they won't do that. But um, yeah, I wouldn't say there's. There might be. I guess I don't have detailed knowledge about everything in the area, but I, I don't think there's any, you know, real huge climb like Innsbruck like climbs. No. Um, it's not even huge. I, I don't think there's anything Innsbruck like. Um, <laughs> But yeah, I hope if there's something, if there's really memorable parts of the course, um, I hope that they are replicated, even yeah. if the whole loop is, if even if there's a loop and the whole loop isn't. Um, yeah, I, I hope that, you know, if there's something like 23rd, you know, yeah. in Richmond that, it's it, it is replicated in in this inspired by world or or like the uh the finish straight in yorkshire like that yeah that like really interesting kick up to a up to a false flat like yeah yeah no it is and yeah richmond's um yeah it's innsbruck well, I guess the the leg snapper is kind of the the thing that that was a piece of the racing too, right? So yeah, I think if there's not a Diagon Alley segment, <laughs> I think that's a big yes. That's in London, Chris. 
No, that's based on a Victoria Street in Edinburgh. From the Harry okay. Potter. Yep. Yeah. Yep. I think that's uh, it. I mean, work out the licensing agreements with JK or whatever you have to do, but I mean, that's pure magic in the making right there. <laughs> so just just taking a look at uh, the Strava map around Glasgow, uh, it does look like there's some pretty, pretty good climbs that they could be uh, basing things off of that I think all of us sitting on this call would... Uh, would appreciate they're all short medium steep um yeah. although there is one named uh well we'll just fuck off hill uh, <laughs> that is about Man. one 1k at 13 and a half percent oh excellent so <laughs> yeah i i am based on what they've uh actually announced it sounds like they're going to be doing something closer to a short Omnium type uh, event for the world championships. There are going to be three different kind of event courses or, and I mean, it's they're again, light on details, but they have called them the punch, the climb and the podium. So I would expect there to be, Kind of a couple, uh, yeah, a couple different types of things that that they've uh, set up as different types of event routes. Well, I mean, honestly, that sounds like uh, that sounds like climbers' gambit, doesn't it? Uh, the course, not our series, right? Yeah. Uh, so, uh, yeah, it's um, yeah. We'll we'll see. Anyway, we'll see what it looks like. Um, say, I, as far as the roads go and the world goes, I hope that you know there there is some really iconic uh decisive climbs from the from the race that end up modeled because uh, that's a, that's really fun and they i mean usually if they're really good to race on for pros they're good to race on for us too uh, virtually even yeah. if uh they, it doesn't race quite the same and i so i do think that uh based on the the quick the the one image that got shared um, there were some people that were suggesting that that might be um, the the Edinburgh Castle um, with the Arthur's Arthur's Seat climb, which is about one and a half k at six percent, which would be a really nice inclusion. That would be very stylized if it is, having been there. Um, yeah, I, I think it looks more like Sterling, but I don't know. Yeah. Cool. Uh, and the other thing was? The other thing was, uh, so Zwift have announced that, uh, yeah, there's, they're going to trim, let's say, the, uh, the community racing calendar or the public trim the racing fat. calendar. Um, yeah. So there was a lot of fat that got added during the, the kind of COVID indoor the indoor boom um yeah so i mean yeah um definitely uh there was some consternation in a lot of uh, i mean yeah go look at the the thread on zwift racers if you want (laughs) to if you want to take an hour or two of your life um 
yeah, there's always anyway. It's Biff Racers. It's 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 what that is. Um, I I think there's a lot of zombie events out there too. Uh, not yeah. only are part are parts of the calendar overserved. Um, there's there's some zombie events out there that just aren't being maintained anymore. Um, and a bunch of them, you know, the rules don't even make sense. Where they're, you know, the the event has been set up to allow late joins, but it's a race. Um, you know, silly things like that. So, um, yeah, it, it there's there's definitely some fat to be trimmed. Um, the number fifty uh, definitely caused some consternation when that uh, when that first came out, and with me as well. Um, and so, I would, yeah, as it turns out, after pulling a bunch of data from Zwift, um, yeah, there's, there's more riders not on Zwift power that do our races than I thought. It's, uh, it's nearly 20%. What is the number 50 that you just referenced? So that, sorry, the number 50 per time slot. So every time slot, every race, um, if it doesn't average 50 starters in Zwift over four weeks, it's going to be pulled from the public calendar. On the chopping block. To be yeah. okay. But I think that is an important uh, thing to note that it would be pulled from the public calendar, but it wouldn't mean that we can't still have that event. We would just have to share that event in a different way. Yeah. Um, I mean, honestly. It does probably I... kill those events. Yeah, I think it does, and I, I'd have we'd have to really see if something did get pulled like that. Whether so, other than Stampede, I, I don't where we've got WTRL doing the results across all the time slots. I, I think it would be difficult to really incorporate a you know, a, a public club event that's not on the, on the public calendar um, into, uh, into the same points series. So it, yeah, it, it probably, the yeah. way we run our, the way we run our series, it probably does kill it, unfortunately. Um, anyway, I, 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 if we get to that, there are a few time slots I'm willing to battle for because, you know, they're already in, there's already very few races in the in that time range, and are you going to get rid of all the races? Uh, would would be the question. Yeah. Uh, it does, based on what you sent out, Craig. It does look like there are some time slots of certain races that are going to be potentially in trouble. Yeah. So the the story from well, James from from Zwift is uh, that it's not going to be everything that isn't 50 gets trimmed immediately. They're going to start with a lower number That's... And, and trim. And presumably, yeah, some of those people will move to other races. So, yeah, uh, I was initially based on the initial post. It did seem like they were going to be doing that averaging based on essentially December, yeah. which seemed potentially a problem. Difficult. Yeah. because a lot of people aren't going to be racing anyway. So I think doing this in stages is probably a good, a good yeah. way of going I mean, it out. Because there are a number of events out there that aren't getting 10 right? or aren't getting 20. 
and yeah, it, trimming those first, um, it, it will put people over to, to other events. But looking at, you know, like the Wednesday night, 6 p.m. Pacific slot, there's no other race. You know, there's one or two other races in within an hour of that. Um, and those aren't pulling 50 riders either. Or I, I don't think pulling all the races from the calendar in the Pacific Coast evening makes sense. So I think there's probably going to be some intelligence put on this at the end of it. Um, definitely I'm going to campaign to keep our bullseye, but, uh, yeah, that's, we'll see what happens. We're going to work with it. Um, <clears throat> until we got the, the data and I, I shared that data with you guys. Um, yeah, until we got that, I was, I was looking at the Zwift power finishers and there's a big difference between the Zwift starters and the Zwift power finishers, because often it's about you know, somewhere between 75 to, to 85% finishing and then another 20% aren't on Zwift power. So yeah, there's, the numbers were quite a lot different than what I was, what I had available to myself. Yeah, there are, there are certain formats that, that don't necessarily, you kind of don't expect there to be 50 starters, like the, the climbers gambit were, that one may not end up uh there there are several time slots that that don't look like they're going to make the cut um but i don't know even those times i i really like having that on the calendar just as because it's it's about you not not the not your place within it necessarily yeah and, and yeah that's a that's going to be a different one the the climbers gambit i think we're going to get close um there's there's some time slots that and time slots in climbers gambit hwr and uh and mountain goats all that have recently gotten much much worse so the, the document i sent you doesn't have the longer term data um so the races that coincide with either of the time slots for tiny races are, have been sunk um not just torpedoed but sunk yeah uh so we need to, we probably need to either move or or kind of preemptively eliminate those because they're going to get eliminated so that's i know uh, that there was there was some <laughs> talk of kind of combining climbers gambit and uh mountain goats as an alternating format yeah, I think that's back on the table. And I, I think that would, you know, kind of help some of the the fact that those two are they're different, but I, I think they they do have some similarity in who wants to do them. So yeah, no, I, I I'm, no, I'm not doing PRL. Oh half or full. <laughs> yeah. No, it's uh I mean, you the know, thing that I really like about Climber's Gambit is that it is a short format, all-out effort, yeah. um, and a lot of the Climber's Gambit races or the the Mountain Goats races end up being a lot longer. long slogs. Yep. Yeah. <clears throat> and I um, and, and, I'm wrong, but there was a recent movement with the like the Zwift uh, approved ITT as well. It seems like a lot of these formats are moving to 
Zwift Brandon races? Um, so that completely different. Yeah, that's I, let's not get into that. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so that, that Zwift that ITT club isn't officially Zwift sanctioned. Okay. Um, and those are club events. Anyway, that's uh it's kind of a different thing. Uh, it's fair enough. But um, yeah, I, I think uh, moving climber, climbers gambit and mountain goats together is probably a thing. Um, I think looking at so this is looking at next year or next winter um, probably wouldn't do an HWR series over the full winter again. I think it would be, I think it's switched to shorter series. Uh, it, it feels like, well, it, it feels like a bunch, some of the teams and groups of people that really competed for it in over the, the two years previous, um, you know, they missed the first few weeks and then kind of like, ah, can't really compete for it. So uh, yeah, I, I, I do feel like there's, there's definitely a bit of a problem there. Uh, and maybe three dropouts wasn't enough. Uh, you know, the, the best 20 of 23 was counting too many. But, uh, I mean, the other way to go is, you know, monthly series or something like that, too. So Yeah, I mean, it's probably not a thing that you want to change midstream. But the other no. option is kind of making it two series uh, where you've got the first half and the second half. And like 10 of 12 or something. Yeah, I mean, could do that. Could do that. Um, I mean, that's that's essentially how uh, HSRL used to get run, right? You yeah. have like two or three series. and Well, it is exactly how yeah. we, we used to yeah. do Yeah, series of 10 or 12. Yeah. So, yeah, no, that, that's definitely possible. I mean, with the, you know, the herd elite beginner racing uh that uh the first year uh james did this that you know a big chunk of it was it's a lot it's a lot less work to just have one series the whole winter and no points so i mean that that was that was some of the motivation for james at that point and then it kind of took off it was very very popular but uh Maybe now that we've backed off from, you know, peak trainer racing, um, you know, peak trainer racing boom, maybe we, uh, maybe that isn't the best formula. Yeah. I mean, there, I think there is something to be said for uh, having a, a bit of a, a, a think as a, yeah. as a club about what we're doing with, with our, racing series and um yep. you know there i i think that the Heary shiri's uh style races did really well um like yeah there are uh, there are some things that we have done that that i think ended up being really big successes the hcc the omnium i think getting some more of the uh some more, but I, it, it is interesting to kind of think about what happens with those types of like trying to add those new types of things and do them as kind of one-off series. And so it'll be I interesting think to see how this goes. Yeah. So I, I think 
or, or my impression from James anyway, is that what they want to trim is the every week race that's getting 12 riders. Yes. I mean, they also want to trim the every week race that's getting 20 riders across all categories that if it's a four category race. So yeah, I, I get what they're trying to do. I, I don't think they want to get rid of concepts like the Omnium. So I, I think we can probably do the Omnium again uh, in the spring, which I, I think was the kind of my plan. Um, that yeah, we'll we'll stop HWR, take a break, and then at, do Omnium for a weekend, and then off we go to uh, HSRL. Yeah. Uh, so. the, I think the other thing that that came up, and I think is really important to note, is that. Uh, it is unlikely that the same 50 rider threshold will be applied to women's races. It will not. Uh, I, I think it's been, it, it's been stated that it won't. Uh, I think they're talking about something more like 25 for women's only. And for the single category, like our HBR, uh, even less looking at about 20. And I, I think I said that earlier. Uh, I think I also said 20 is a really, really big, race yeah um and but we've been getting it and and more, like we had 87 in one uh 87 starters in one of the races last weekend and like that's that's bigger than almost all of the zrl races indeed is that so, the is that the race that antoinette has been pushing is that, that um slot? no so that was actually so that was cook's fish cook's fisher so okay. uh yeah she uh she, she's our new uh, marketing director for HBR. Uh, but uh, yeah, no, that was, uh, that was terrific. And uh, I'm incredibly happy to see that. I, uh, I really want to see a that. Huge, huge race. It is. No, I, like, I, I wish I, that there was something like that when I first started. Yeah, absolutely. Cause you know, I remember well, and it was, I don't even remember having found any staggered start races when it, it was all mass start races. So I'm, I'm like, I don't know who's a C and who's a D and who's who I'm just trying to hang on to whoever I see. Uh, and then, you know, when everything settles out, Oh, I think there's a guy up there. Is somebody 30 seconds behind me? And, and I don't know. Uh, yeah, it wasn't, it didn't really feel like racing and I didn't really get into anything that felt like racing until I was already a C and that's when I found herd racing. Yeah. So. Cool. Uh, yeah. A, a, a group 87. Um, that's yeah, most people, most people are going to find a group in that. So yeah, that's terrific. So I think we've, uh, anyway. Unless you guys have anything you want to say about uh, how much this annoys you. Um, I, I definitely think, yeah, there, there, there's, I think it could have been communicated better. I think I, some... I am not annoyed yet. I think that right. we, like, I think that this is a good initiative. Um, I am for the culling of the, the very uh, unintended, like, Zo those zombie races you know the things well, they, that don't even have me the big organizers yeah. and um so yeah. and then you know let it settle see where the numbers get and maybe do another round like I, I, this may not end up affecting us too much aside from 
you know, maybe a couple of the stampede times or, you know, we'll see. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so the definitely the thing I'm worried about is we've traditionally been really tried to do the have a race for everybody. So there's a race yeah. in the Australian evening. There's a race in the Pacific Coast evening. There's a, I mean, yeah, there's a race that everybody can do. Um, and if uh, I don't want to lose that, uh, because I think our what we've done, where it's do any one of the races and the points count for the series, is not what most series do and i i think it's good for what we want to do as far as accessibility and participation like we want people to come participate yeah we don't care if it's always 100% fair but yeah yeah i i i, I to to me yeah the oh that's not 100% equal is less of a concern than accessibility due to the maximum number of people. Yeah. Yeah, and I mean, I do, I do get the uh, the urge to. I mean, it, it would be nice if there was something uh, that oh, uh, <laughs> that really accounted for that. That you know, yeah. this is a really well attended series across the time zones and what we're trying to do is make it accessible to everyone yeah um anyway i, I hope that when we get to that point that we can do that um I, I mean i think it should be a pretty good argument you know looking at especially bullseye actually bullseye is the where there's just there aren't any other races in those time slots or not many um so yeah i i hope we can we can make that argument at that point. Um, worst case, we try to we, we try to get people to to help out to keep us from getting yeah. calls. <laughs> time time to do a pump of like everybody doing everybody doing HCC every week for a, a few weeks. Well, or I mean, the <laughs> the response might be uh, going back to uh, best result instead of first result on all of our series. Uh, I mean not to not to play the game but it did say starters right yeah it did so, <laughs> so uh, we it, just all sign yeah, in it, and start definitely yeah the, the, i mean there's definitely games we can play i don't want to do that <laughs> no. um but i mean if i guess it's gonna for the ones that are right on the line um yeah i think uh it's it's possible that we do see enough of a difference that it's worthwhile to go back from first result to best result to get some people doing it multiple times yeah. um yeah all right uh, okay probably, so i think that's the end of it so we can go do the uh the broadcast yeah uh yeah not much time and i gotta get set up so Good to go. And I don't know if Chris is there, but uh, thank you, Chris. Uh, I, I know he had to wander I'm here. off. Okay. You're welcome. <laughs> <laughs> and thank you, Sean. Yeah. And everybody have a great week racing. Yeah. Bye. Bye.